0: Hello. My name is Gav Rafferty. Last week we spoke about
1: things such as becoming viral, um, controlling your emotions when you're writing social media posts,
0: a lot of the meetings that I had, and also lots and lots of different things, including the the impacts of
1: my run and the 5am challenge and some more ideas I had in regards to producing content for social media. My name is Gav Rafty
0: and this is my podcast Building from the Bottom. To start this week,
1: in case you guys haven't been here before I'll tell you a little bit about my podcast and who I am. So I have been in foster care and I was brought up in foster care Um, so a lot of my life I've been very independent and very kind of a, a bit more resilient than the average person my age because I've had a lot more to go through from a younger age and so now I'm at university living by myself, I'm building a business. And so the whole point of this podcast is to talk about my thoughts and feelings that I have throughout my time at university and throughout my life on a weekly basis to educate and allow you guys to understand some of the thoughts I have in my head while starting this business at such a young age of 19. And so you guys can resonate on a level with me if you're going through similar situations and you also get to understand how I overcome different things that I think about. And without further ado, let's jump straight in to Monday, the 17th of September. So as if you've been here before, you will know that I started the 5am challenge
0: and on
1: Saturday the 15th I had a new flatmate move in to halls with me. This person was a first year and so they hadn't experienced university life before and they were very new um, to this process of being at university and being in what we call in the UK, University Halls of Residence. And so she went out on Saturday night, Sunday night. And so when I first met her, I said to her, I don't mind you going out. If you have any problems because you're new to Derby, then give me a call and I'll come and help. Um, And that was my way of being nice and being friendly because I didn't really, well, I'm not the type of person that goes out very often, if at all. And so I offered her that instead. And it was great. She went out and she had a good time. And on Monday, she came back at about 3.30. And so I... I woke up, and I went out of my room to check everything was okay. Um, and she wanted to make food, so I was helping because she'd had a bit too much to drink. And so that meant I went back to bed at 4.30. And for a 5am challenge perspective, it meant I only really had well, a tiny amount of sleep, really, because um, because I didn't really end up going to bed until about half eleven and then getting up for an hour. Um, yeah, so it meant I only had about four and a half hours sleep, if that. And so when I got up at 5am, I decided that it was in my best interest to wake up, have a wash, and then I had a little nap. And then I got back up at about quarter to six and decided to go for my run at 6am.
0: And this was because I didn't wanna be feeling tired all day and I wanted a productive day. Also on Monday, um, after reading my
1: book which is how to win friends and to influence people in the digital age which is an adaption of how to win friends and influence people um, it's by Dale Carnegie and Associates which I will leave down below in the description um, and in this book he spoke about putting other people's interests before your own and asking them questions about these interests. So if you're on social media channels, such as Twitter and even Instagram and Facebook, searching about different topics that you're interested in um, and then commenting on people's posts that you don't necessarily know, asking them questions about their posts, is a great way to meet new people, build your connection and make new friends. Also doing this on your current connections, followers, friends, whatever they're called on whatever social media channel you're on, um, being aware of them and still providing them value as well as getting new people in and talking to you is something I would definitely recommend because then you get more engagement because you're engaging more in everybody else's content and talking more about what everybody else is interested in rather than specifically what you're doing if that makes sense and so there's a little tip for building a social media strategy or if you just
0: want to grow your personal social media brand Moving on to Tuesday, Um, again, reading my book, yeah, again, reading my book,
1: Um, here's a little growth hack, Um, what I thought was quite a, a good one, which came out of my book, again, is when you're doing LinkedIn video, Instagram video, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, whatever social media profile you're doing a video on try smiling whilst you're on the video and it makes you seem a lot more enjoyable to watch and if you're talking about linkedin tips or how to redecorate a home whatever topic you're talking about on the video you will generally seem more trustworthy if you are smiling in comparison to if you have a sad face. So there's a little growth hack for those of you that are wondering why your LinkedIn or Twitter videos or whatever videos are not getting
0: traction. Try smiling, everyone loves a friendly face and it also brightens up people's day. Another point I wrote down on Tuesday, the 18th of
1: September is trying to find the balance between relationships and business and by this I mean not just romantic relationships but also social relationships and family relationships and this is a topic that comes very close to home for me because that's something I'm still figuring out at
0: the moment finding out where the priority lies. Um, and
1: so I'll take you on a bit more of a deeper dive.
0: Um, okay, so running a business or just trying to build something in general, not necessarily a business, it could be anything. Um,
1: family, friends, romantic relationships, sometimes you won't be on the same page. And that's something I experience quite a lot at the moment with my life is that me and my girlfriend aren't always on the same page.
0: And actually, it's,
1: it increases and is currently increasing a lot from the 5am challenge to me having meetings via social media networks such as skype and zoom um this can it really clashes with what she thinks and what i am doing at the moment i'm focusing a lot on personal development and developing myself as a person in the larger aspect of life so making trying to make myself a bit more humble getting up at 5am so that i can be more disciplined and get more things done and the average person that gets up at 6 7 8 9 am um i think i just said getting up at 5pm i meant am anyways um reading literally anything i'm trying to develop myself in my girlfriend feels as if she's getting left behind. And for those of you that are going through a similar thing, I find it very difficult because even on the weekends, I want to work and I want to be working really, really hard and building something for myself. But then on the weekends, she wants me to focus all of my time on her. But if I do, I feel like I'm running behind and. If I want to build something, I know that I need to put more hours in rather than less.
0: And it's become a very complicated and difficult situation to be in and to deal with. I mean, I've been with my girlfriend for two and a half years. And over the past year, I've Through a lot into personal development,
1: and even more so now with the five a.m. challenge, it just
0: it causes friction between us because when I get up in the morning,
1: she usually gets up a lot later, and so when I'm at hers or she's at mine on the weekend, um, it causes problems because she likes. wake up and have cuddles Um, and it seems so minor when I speak about it but she doesn't want me to leave the house at 5 a.m. and go for a run because she's scared that something might happen to me while I'm running and I told her it was only for 30 days but she she found it very very difficult to accept And again, with me going to Spain in the new year, she's finding it very difficult to accept. And for me, a person that's very, very independent and likes to take as many opportunities as possible, sometimes even too many opportunities, it has become very, very difficult for me
0: because what she is saying goals completely against my personality and over the
1: past few weeks don't get me wrong we are good in a relationship but when it comes to topics like personal development to me building my business she doesn't enjoy me talking about how much I'm progressing and how much I want to build this business and some of the amazing people I'm talking to on LinkedIn and via Skype, WhatsApp, Zoom, calls. And she doesn't feel unique in comparison to me because I'm doing all of the things that she's doing and more, such as photography, reading. Um, And I mean, we read about different things and she's on a photography course. I mean I I only I very
0: I very rarely take photos on my camera but yeah it's it's a very difficult situation to say the least and I'm still trying to get the balance.
1: Sometimes with social relationships as well I often try and push people away because I I would prefer to spend the time focusing on myself and developing myself and my business rather than going to a social event or just going to the pub for an hour to have a drink and chat. I would definitely prefer either to go to bed early or to develop myself while they are at the pub without me,
0: and so sometimes this can mean that I have lack of friends, even when I don't realise it. In regards to family relationships,
1: sometimes I I don't I don't see my family as much as I could. Um, my sister and my brothers and my my new niece. Um sometimes I don't see them as much as I could. And at the moment I blame it on university because it's a bit of a distance away, but I know in the future, it's only going to, I'm only going to see them less because I want to travel. I want to move around the world um, live in New York at some point, live in Toronto and just travel around and live in different
0: places, experience the cultures but I know that there is an impact on them.
1: And I know they would probably never say this, but they dislike it in a way. But I also know that whatever decision I decide to make, they will support me, which is amazing. And I really, I'm really happy for that.
0: Because I have goals and I don't, I really, really don't want to be held back from these goals. going off the topic of relationships now
1: because i realized that i've gone off on a tangent which is very close to my heart and i was very unsure whether i was going to speak about this on my podcast because it could cause a few problems um if the wrong people are listening so i'm going to keep that in here but not post anything about that topic on social media
0: um until maybe the future. We will see what happens. Definitely see what happens. Yeah. Okay, moving on to Wednesday the 19th of September. Completely different note. The importance of a name. And by this I mean, The importance of either a person's name or
1: a business's name they both have very significant importance um whether you're talking to someone in business or whether you're talking to a friend that you've known for years spelling someone's name right and talking about someone's name well talking to someone and spelling their name right um and just just basically talking to someone um, and when you say their name or you type their name and this being incorrect can cause lots of not necessarily problems but it can make that person feel very devalued and so on social media especially it's very easy for autocorrect to take over But if you're sending a message out, whether it's a potential client or whether it's a friend of yours for years that you've known them, spelling someone's name right can make them feel slightly more valued. And so that's something I would recommend for you guys to try out when you're messaging people. And sometimes you may send a message without anyone's name. But if you put the name in it and you spell it correctly, again, that could add more value than just sending a message with no name on especially because a message with no name on can seem like a spam message
0: so personalization a lot of the time is quite nice and people like that personalization technology advancements
1: this point came from a video i saw on linkedin earlier on this week on wednesday the 19th of September so i was scrolling through my linkedin feed and i found some of the different technology advancements that are coming into the world and are probably going to become a lot more widely used and widely acceptable in the next 5 to 10 years things like google glass um I think like wireless earphones, um, things like this. Oh, for those of you that don't know what Google Glass is, Google Glass is basically glasses that have pretty much augmented reality built into them. So you can be looking around and tap the side of the glasses, and it will take a photo of whatever you're seeing at that time it can record and i also believe that you can for example look at a qr code and a website pops up on the side of what you're already seeing and you can scroll by swiping your glasses or by looking up and google glass is something that I've been watching for a while and it seems really, really interesting because of just the amount of technology that is built into it and the amount of things you can do. It seems quite, well, it seems really, really futuristic and like movie-esque, if that makes any sense. And you see a lot of movies that have quite, Advanced technology and this makes it makes me realize that some of the things that are coming That are some of the things that are coming to us in the future
0: and Some of the things you see on movies intertwine quite a lot Moving on from technology advancements so on wednesday a lot of you a lot of you might have heard that i wasn't feeling the best
1: um i posted out on my social media about not feeling very good and what do you do when you have something that basically punches you in the face and I say it like this because that's the only way to explain what happened on this day. So on, on Wednesday, I potentially got a new client, which is quite amazing. And I was really, really happy about. And then soon after, um, I got a call about legal documents and we finally set a date to look at the legalities around business and my business that I'm building. But then straight after that, about 15 minutes later, I had a phone call from the University of Derby. And it's a scheme that they run called Be The Boss. And this scheme allows people to go to them and talk about a business and they will provide you support with your business and this includes bu- business plan help as well as as well as a little mentorship etc and originally i wasn't going to go for it but then i got enticed by a grant that they're offering of 1500 pounds it's not much but i thought it would add a little bit extra to my business and would help me to have the funds to start a website, um, etc. And once doing this, well, once doing this, I was going to invest the money into those different things. So I, I showed interest early on in the year, and they gave me the paperwork. But due to not having, due to have, due to having limited internet, I didn't see the point in me fully doing all of the paperwork when i came back to derby i checked to make sure the paperwork was the same and that's why they decided to ring me back and the reason i did this was to tell me that unfortunately there was no spaces left and so obviously i was gutted but i wasn't that gutted the thing that really really annoyed me was that one person told me I didn't need to register my business until it, I set it up as a limited company. And somebody else told me, and that, and those people told me that I did. But they were questioning me in quite a very, I don't even know how to explain it, a very harsh tone. And for a customer service call, and they knew that they were talking to a student at the university, using a harsh tone of voice was probably not the best way to get their point across. And so the way that they were saying things, all the criticism they were giving, it wasn't even constructive criticism. Um, It just tore me down and knocked my mood away. And the annoying thing about this was just beforehand, I had had two massive wins and that really really motivated me for her to come in and tear me down completely however this may have been a bad thing but it also i can turn it into a good thing i learned that i need to register my business and so i will be tracing that up
0: so i suppose that's a positive rather than me doing business illegally okay moving on so so Thursday the 20th of September
1: 2018 I met a bunch of students actually I will save that till last because it was on the evening that I met the students I'll start off with the morning on the morning I knew I had a training session to go to and take part in because I'm going to be a representative of the whole of the business college and all of the business courses at the University of Derby. And so I went to this training to learn how to do my role and what meetings to attend etc cetera, etc. Cetera. And so I went to this training there was lots of people from lots of different roles and It was a very unique training session. I've never been to one. That engaging and that fun. We did a lot of activities and a lot of kind of different activities I've never done before. And I met a lot of different people that were all motivated to help students, which I found quite amazing. And that was really, really fun to meet them. Then after that, I had to run back down downstairs in the uni to meet a few people that i've been meaning to speak to and they just so happened to be all in the main area of the university promoting different things for go green day which is basically a day where the university shows and gets students to try and get involved in the university going green This can include ideas of how the university can become a more environmentally sustainable university, as well as how they can make their routines more environmentally friendly, such as, for example, riding a bike into university instead of driving a car, etc. And so I had spoke to all these people And I may have potentially gained another client. And for me, not really looking for clients fully yet, in two days, just speaking about my business pretty much allowed me to gain pretty much two new clients.
0: I thought that was quite amazing. Really amazing.
1: And finally, one that I'm really, 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 really happy about is that on Thursday evening, I went to a restaurant called The Slice of India. This was an all-you-can-eat buffet. Um, The majority of the food there was Indian food. And so I went along to meet some foundation year students. I didn't expect to get much from it. Because I thought they're foundation year students, they might not fully know what they want to do yet. They're probably at uni for the drinking. And I had some quite, well, I had some thoughts that I probably shouldn't have had. However, going there, meeting the students from business, law, and social science courses, it really, really changed my mind around. And it made me feel a little bit guilty in a way for expecting that of the students when actually they had 10 out of 10 passion and they really, I could see how passionate they were. I saw their eyes light up. Um, Absolutely amazing people from law, from social science, and of course from business, which is my college that I I'm going to be representing. And I met people that are currently creating content really, really hard on YouTube. I met a, a person that's a photographer that's changing their industry. I met so many people. And it was, I absolutely love to hear people talking about their passions. And so hearing all of these students really, really, really engaged and wanting to push their passions as far as I can. It was really, really, well, it was an amazing thing to see. And so Thursday, 100%, 10 out of 10 day, um, definitely
0: definitely my best day of the week. Moving on to Friday, and I've realized...
1: Well, so Friday, okay, okay, I've got it. The 5am challenge, something that I've been attacking heavily at the moment and thinking a lot about how I can improve my routine because those of you that have listened to every single podcast, for one, thank you, and for number two, you will all remember me talking about morning routine and having a positive and productive morning routine is very important to
0: me. And so I realized I have a problem. This problem
1: is I do Taekwondo and I train three times a week. At least two of these days, I don't get home until between 10 and half past 10. And the other day that I train, I probably won't get back till about half nine, 10 o'clock. And so I always have dinner afterwards because usually beforehand, I don't have time because I'm working either at the university or I have phone calls, etc. And so this causes problems. When I get back from Taekwondo, I need to have food. By the time I've had my food, it's usually about midnight, and then getting up at 5 am it is a, it is a little bit unrealistic. And so because of this, I am tweaking the 5 am challenge to find a better suited challenge, well, a better suited time for me to wake up so it's productive. Um, I'm thinking about starting at half past five yes it's only an extra half an hour but also something i realized with the 5am challenge i get up at 5am i go for a run i have a shower i read my book i write things in my journal i do spanish and have breakfast that's a lot of learning but by the time i've finished all of this it can be about half six and unless I've got a meeting, I am not fully ready to start working on my laptop. I still feel like it is a bit too early for me to get my laptop out. And so this for me then leaves blank time, which I can't really do anything with. So that causes problems. Something else I found with the 5am challenge, Getting up at 5 a.m., for me, um, if I did things in the wrong order, I used to have a shower and then read my book. And then I realized that whenever I was trying to read my book, I was slowly dropping off to sleep. And my eyes were slowly closing. And I, I was finding it very difficult to fully take in what I was reading in the book. And so because of that, I tweaked it. So as soon as I won, I got back in and then I read my book while I had the energy and then I went to
0: shower, which called me off Um, and then off for breakfast. Um, And so that tweak worked um, the majority of the time.
1: But I also realized that in the morning, I had to be very careful because if I sat on my bed at any point in the morning, I would most likely drop off. And so that's why I am tweaking my morning routine. Another thought, um, in regards to relationships, my girlfriend really disliked the fact that I couldn't compromise the weekends to wake up a bit later just for her so that and and put off the 5am challenge
0: for the weekend um and so she was getting annoyed when i
1: said to her that on a weekend i need to get up at 5am one because she didn't think it was safe and two because it meant that she also had to wake up at 5am in the morning when the alarm goes off um and so it just caused problems. And in her head, she couldn't understand why I was prioritising the 5am routine over her.
0: And so that has meant that over, the, over this weekend, I've got up lighter. later. And boy,
1: it annoys me. Getting up at 12, getting up at um, 1 in the afternoon, it just seems very, very illogical to me. And I can't understand why anybody on the planet would do that.
0: Um, It just, in a way, it it annoys me.
1: Because I want to be productive and I want to have that advantage of working on weekends and getting two extra days of working. And I mean, even if I get up at nine on weekends um, and... 5.30 on weekdays, I still get
0: a a few extra hours. But when I'm with her, she doesn't like me talking about work. It's just very up in the air. It's very up in the air. Yeah. To keep time down, um,
1: I'm going to quickly run through a last thought that I had today actually. Um, Sheepdog, sheep, and lamb. The reason I wrote this point down is because I was thinking about leaders and people that follow, which are also in school are known as sheep. And so I I saw sheepdog as the leaders, and then I saw sheep as the people that follow. So they follow the trends, they follow what other people are doing, They don't really influence in any way, shape or form. And then finally, you have lamb. The reason I say lamb is because
0: it's... Well, I class these as the unborn leaders. So often,
1: what I'm considering as a lamb is a person that is in a new situation, Um, whether that's moving to university, whether that's moving into independence whatever that situation is, they're in a new situation and they have the decision. They have complete responsibility on their decision. They can either work hard and become the sheepdogs and become leaders and head towards their goals and ambitions and work hard to get them or they can be the sheep and follow what everybody else is doing and not really show any uniqueness but just civil through life with not really much purpose or very little purpose and very little drive to get anywhere in life in regards to goals and in regards to personal progression and so It was just a thought that was in my head. Everyone has the responsibility and everyone has the ability to change their
0: current position. But if you keep saying, I will do it tomorrow, tomorrow never comes. And neither were your goals. And in 10 years time,
1: you'll wonder why you didn't start 10 years ago. And in 50 years'
0: time, you wonder why you didn't listen to yourself just was so 50 years ago. And so, linking it back, me starting a business.
1: This week, I got asked, why don't you start your business when you graduate? And my straightaway response to them was, I don't want to look back in one or two years' time and wonder why I didn't start one or two years ago. I would prefer over the next two years to work hard at this and fail in two years' time and be in technically the exact same situation but have two years'
0: experience of failing than what I would if I started in two years. And by this,
1: yes, I probably will fail but I have nothing to lose. And if you think about it, neither do you. If you want to go out and reach your goals, the only thing you can do is not reach them. But you don't necessarily lose anything because whether you try and strive for them and fail or whether you don't try at all, you're you're still in the same position
0: at the end. However, on one path, you would have learned a lot more than what you would on another.
1: And on that note, my name is Gareth Rafferty. This is Building From The Bottom. I hope you have enjoyed listening, if you are listening. Have an amazing week. This is
0: Sunday, the 23rd of September, 2018. And this week has now came to a close. Thank you.